Today, I want to talk to you about how to be empowered to face the impossible. In Ephesians 3, 16 to 18, Paul writes, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. I once heard it said that if you want to know about a person's ambitions and anxieties, you just need to find out what that person prays about and how often they pray for that specific thing. Because what you pray reveals what you really desire. And in Ephesians 3, Paul is praying for us and his prayer tells us what he desires for us. Paul longs for us to be empowered from within by the Holy Spirit and to understand the fullness of God's love demonstrated to us in Jesus. Many of us might be facing what feel like impossible situations in our lives right now. Maybe there's been something that you've been praying for, a situation that feels completely impossible. Today, we are facing significant challenges in our world. We're still battling a global pandemic. We're seeing hostility and unrest in our world. We're facing a massive mental health crisis, economic uncertainty, and there is still injustice and inequality all around us. In the 1940s, Corrie ten Boom, a young working class Dutch woman, faced an impossible situation. Germany had invaded the Netherlands and she and her family watched as Jews were persecuted and taken away. And her faith in Jesus challenged her to open her home to Jewish refugees and to hide people in her home, even though she knew she was putting her own life at risk. And she did this because her Christian faith led her to believe that all people were created in the image of God and created equal. And in February of 1944, she and her entire family were arrested by the Nazis and sent to prison. And when I think about her story, her courage, her ability to go on to forgive even the, per the people who persecuted her in prison, I often wonder how that is humanly possible. But what is impossible with man is possible with God. The way to have courage and strength to face the impossible challenges in our lives is to be filled with God's spirit and to experience the love found in Jesus. Whatever is happening in your external circumstances, what is most important is your inner being. What is inside is more important than what is on the outside. The world often looks at the outside, but God cares deeply about what is happening on the inside. Paul is likely writing this letter to the Ephesians from prison or some form of house arrest. His external circumstances were not great, and yet he has this power from God within him, a power which was not limited by his circumstances. You know, from a human perspective, his situation must have felt impossible. But from God's perspective, even his impossible circumstances were being used for greater plans and purposes. The story of Paul's life is a little bit crazy. Paul was a religious Jew and he went around persecuting people who followed Jesus. He found their beliefs and way of life deeply offensive. He approved of the killing of Christians and was passionate about this until he encounters Jesus on the road to Damascus and is blinded by God's grace. Jesus transforms Paul's life from the inside out and Paul is given a second chance. In fact, someone prays for Paul that he might be filled with the Holy Spirit and Paul's life is completely changed. 
He goes from persecuting Christians to passionately telling people, particularly those from non-Jewish backgrounds, about the story of God's love demonstrated through the person of Jesus. Paul, who was a persecutor of Christians, becomes one of the biggest advocates for Jesus. In fact, Paul is likely being imprisoned because he refused to stop telling people, particularly non-Jewish people, about Jesus. And this was radical because non-Jews were considered outsiders according to the Jewish law. But Paul was willing to suffer for this. Paul goes from being an elite insider to being completely sold out for people who were on the outside. You see, that's the transformative power of God's love. And that's why an encounter with Jesus can result in the impossible. A friend recently told me that he had discovered a secret staircase in a hollow wall in his house. And when he showed me what he found, I couldn't believe it. It was like this extra space in this secret wall. And I joked that this could be a room for a young person to live in in London. But I think he wanted to convert it into a storage space because he's got so much stuff. And I said to him, hey, if things ever get tough, I might just end up hiding in your secret staircase so no one can find me. And he turned to me and he said, hey, if things got really bad for you in your life, who would you ask to hide you? And for some reason, this question really got under my skin. And for weeks afterwards, I kept thinking about who I would ask to hide me if times really got tough. Like say, if levels of racism or xenophobic fears against East Asians increased in this country, who would be willing to hide me if it meant that it would put their own life at risk or their family at risk or even their reputation at risk? And it made me think of Corrie ten Boom. Paul prays that we would be able to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. We all need a hiding place, a refuge, a safe place. We're all spiritually poor, spiritually homeless and spiritual refugees with nowhere to go. And Jesus is the one who can offer us true refuge, true safety, a true sense of home and belonging. He is the one who we can always go to who hides us and covers us in his love and who will never turn you away. And that offer to take us in cost Jesus his life on the cross. He risked everything for you. He says, come to me and I will show you the greatest love of all time. He was forsaken so that we would never be forsaken. It doesn't matter where you come from or what you look like or what you've done. You can always go to Jesus. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. And because of Jesus, the loving arms of God the Father are flung wide open and he waits for you to come home. The British theologian John Stott writes, the love of Christ is wide enough to encompass all of humanity long enough to last for eternity, deep enough to reach the most damaged sinner and high enough to exalt us to heaven. Someone once asked me whether I'd ever fallen in love before. And I was like, why have you never fallen in love before? And they responded with, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been in love before. You see, the experience of falling in love is difficult to describe with words. It's a matter that not only concerns the head, but it concerns the heart. And that is why it is a complete nightmare. You know, you can have a lot of knowledge about God in your head, 
but an experience of God's love is something that only the Holy Spirit can make a reality in your heart. You can know objectively that God loves you in your head, but to experience God's love subjectively in your heart is something that only the Holy Spirit can do. I lived a lot of my life without really experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit. I grew up with a lot of head knowledge, of knowing lots about God conceptually, but the full experience of his love and grace was only made real to me later on in life. I grew up in London with parents who immigrated from Hong Kong, and I was taught growing up to work hard, to not be too emotional or too loud, to always exercise self-restraint, to never bring shame or dishonor to my family. And I went on to train as a lawyer in New York City, and I was taught to think rationally. And if I'm honest, I think I became very, very skeptical. But I remember on the 15th of November, 2018, I was prayed for by a woman called Annette Miller. And she very gently laid hands on me and prayed, come Holy Spirit. And I remember getting emotional and physically experiencing a power, a power I couldn't rationalize or explain in my head, but I experienced something deep within my heart. God's love felt real. And as she prayed for me, she said that she saw streams of living water being poured out. And that experience of God's love has changed my life. It is the reason I am here talking to you today. When we find a home in God through Jesus, if you understand what that means and what it costs God, it moves you to your core. The fact that God loves you and chose you and gave himself for you. That experience of love changes your life. Love works from the inside out. Love radically redefines the boundaries of who is on the inside and who is on the outside. And love always works to bring those on the outside in. It makes space for others. Today is Pentecost Sunday, which is when the Holy Spirit was poured out on all people from all backgrounds, races, and nations. All languages were spoken in a beautiful display of diversity. God was saying then, and he's still saying now, that no one is excluded. We can only face the impossible by being filled with the Holy Spirit, by encountering the person of Jesus and experiencing God's love, which is something that is possible for you today. In Jesus' name, amen.